I just want to be able to talk about that if I want to. <laughs> All right. Looks like the streams have engaged and we are now live. Don't cross the streams, hopefully. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome uh, tonight uh, for a special edition, again, of Survivor Foster Recaps. I'm Dave Mater, joined by Jeff Mater here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. And, of course, we're joined by our friend Josh Foster. Uh, we are uh, going through different seasons of Survivor as uh, Josh has been binge-watching the different seasons, uh, getting a subscription on, uh, on one of the services there, so with all the, with all the goodies that come with that. So, uh, And we're talking Survivor Kageyan tonight, which is very exciting. So, um, hey, uh, Jeff and Josh, uh, uh, how are you guys doing? Good. Um, excited to talk about probably the best... Uh season of especially the first newbie season of uh survivor i would say so it's, uh, excited to talk about it there's some great characters and um i think that's why it was so good oh i'm 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 fired up thanks for having me back boys it was a blast last time uh, a lot of great points a lot of a lot of great stuff to go through you know what's uh, we're gonna dive right into it obviously but uh like, like jeff said holy crap like you know go from you know millennials versus gen x and you know in this recap foster if you will realm and you go to Kaganya, which is a totally new cast as well. And it's like, you know, so it's good thing I watched that one before this one because I would have really dropped the ball and really been not great. But as here we are. And here we are. Yeah. Like, uh, this is, uh, I, I'm excited to talk about this season, as mentioned. Like, it's one of the better ones. But I remember the lead up to this season. This was from uh, um, season 29, which is around 2014, it released. It means it was filmed around 2013. And uh, I remember when they announced like brains versus brawn versus beauty at the previous season, which I don't really re remember which one it was, um, whatever twenty eight was. I have to figure that out. But so, you know, Kaga, Kaga and Yan was twenty eight, and blood blood versus water one was twenty seven. Okay, so blood versus water. So yeah, like I wasn't, which you know, you were watching that season a little bit too, Josh, and uh, yeah. it's, it, it's maybe not the greatest one as well. Yeah, I, kinda, so, I mentioned the earlier podcast. I got four episodes in, and then we did the last podcast, and then I was, you know, whatever, two episodes in with Kaganya. I started with Dave the one day, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go, and I straight through, no hesitation, didn't even think of Blood versus Water, that good, you know, it was very impressive. Yeah, and uh, as mentioned, like, and the reason I mentioned that is because this was one of the best seasons ever. I think it's one of the top. Uh, five or 10 survivor seasons all time. Uh, it, it, you know, it just ended up that these three tribes ended up clicking really well in a unique, different way that there was a, a super strong, diverse cast that really clicked and was entertaining to watch. Um, and, and just the setting, how everything kind of bounced off. Like there's so many moments, so many moments to go through. Absolutely. And, uh, if you don't mind, okay, let's let's start. Let's start with the general, like you said, Dave. Generalization. So, you know, three tribes, you know, mm -hmm. and and I know you're gonna pull up the you know uh, uh, elimination thing in a, in a bit here, but right off the bat, three tribes. I thought it was a good idea to start with three. You know, coming from Gen X and Millennials, it was the two to three, then to one. This one was three, and it was better because. It was simpler, I thought, you know, from going two to three to one and the other one was was more complicated. This one starting with three, they eventually went to two and then the and then the one later on, right? But the three tribes, the brain, brawn, and the beauty, like you said, diverse, you know, 
right off the bat, you know, you're thinking, okay, Braun's going to crush, which they pretty much did for the most part, you know. Mm-hmm. And and then you look at the beauty. It's like, you know, you know, not really much expect. And then you look at the brain. And then you're kind of like, okay, well, there's a lot of puzzles in Survivor. You know, you think that, you know, they would, you know, do really well out here. And that kind of proved to be the opposite right off the bat, which was interesting because, you know, it it wasn't what you expected right off the bat, right? I guess what this whole season was kind of a good theme about it was that it kept you on your toes, you know, and obviously that goes to, you know, talking about the winner, especially, you know, Tony, right? Which I, I another one, once again, just like last season, I knew going into this one that Tony had won. So once again, it wasn't looking at this season as who do I like, you know, in terms of Tony, um, I looked at him subjectively. Well, I want to watch him and see how he made his moves throughout the season to uh, uh, be the sole survivor and, and get that, uh, get those votes. So, yeah, like Tony is is incredible in the season, but it's also worth noting that this cast was just really great. Um, uh, Jeff, uh, which uh, of these three tribes, uh, the Brain, Brawn, Beauty, uh, was your favorite? The Brains tribe. They were a, a disaster. They were the most highly entertaining tribe in a long, long time in Survivor history. I mean, they had Jatia, who was crazy. They had Garrett, who was completely full of himself. You had uh, Spencer, who was like this young, really strategic kid who was just all uh, great at confessionals. Uh, like a lot, like a lot. Like we Robert. found him kind of mean and kind of a a little bit of a a jerk, perhaps Spencer? on the. Yeah, it was, yeah I was over watching with Foster, and I was like, I don't know if I like Spencer, twenty-one year old Foster. He was kind of mean to Woo. I would say he was uh, very similar to Rob Cicernino when he played in Amazon. Yeah, and looking back on Rob's, it's not great sometimes because it doesn't age as well now. But like at the time, it was great. Like, he's just wow. a classic cocky twenty-one university student. You know, that's that's all. What you know? I mean, that was the. You know that's pretty much what his gimmick was, and he what he would roll with it the entire season. You got to remember that the, this is a TV show, and these people are playing up to their personalities that got them on this TV show. Okay, so and they know they have to kind of do that for the cameras. They have to kind of create drama. They're not like I know it's not the smart way to go about playing the game, but like the producers are definitely goading these people into. Um, bring out what's what's the most exciting or the most watchable about you and and they do that in the interviews they do that they like throughout the casting process um and they definitely want them when they finally go to film them to to be their their biggest self okay mm-hmm. and and I, I i would say that if you look at like um yeah like the the for me like the the Braun tribe was boring i mean i mean uh it, it had a bit of drama with the, the Lindsay and um trish of it all but the other four people are like really chill um straight you got sarah you got woo you got tony cliff and you have um, and then, here's and my bigger trish. here's my biggest problem i don't like it when in this happened you know i think it was the first season i ever watched was nicaragua and it happened there too I don't like it when you bring in this superstar, you know, athlete that's played, you know, like, so Cliff was, you know, played a ton of NBA games, you know, back in the nineties and whatnot and, and, and early in two thousands. And, you know, it, once again, in my mind, it's like, you're there, you know, you're there to be sole survivor, but on top of that, you're there for a million dollars, life changing money. Right. And, and it doesn't seem like that spot should have gone to someone else. You know, it just doesn't seem like, 
a good use of like in my opinion he wasn't a great player to begin with you know like it wasn't like so you know he wasn't great at professionals he wasn't you know he was just that you know look at me i'm i'm, I'm you know i stick like a sore thumb because i'm you know a giant amongst these people as, as a, a ex-nba player right but he didn't bring anything to show i don't like when they do that because you know the reason he, he you know they was going to get him out because why would you give him the money right he doesn't need the money so why is he even there in the first place that was, that was the issue I had with the brain tra- the brawn well, he, he originally was trying to lie to everybody about who he was, and it was only because Wu found, you know, kind of, what kind of was a basketball fan that he figured out who he was. Um, uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard, you know, like you said, like well, especially because he said like top ten all time at games played. Right. You know, he's, yeah, it's kind of hard. Right, but he's not one of the most recognizable basketball players. Like, would you have known who he was if you were out there with him? Oh like, no, 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 absolutely fair enough. Right, I know. I once he talked about, I knew who he was once he was talking about himself. Right, but no, you're, that that is fair. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't like it. To be honest, I just don't. It could have gone to someone else, and it, once again, it's just like, what's the point of bringing him in? Right, obviously, except you know, to maybe bring some um, new audience in. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really know else, what else you would would really. What a- what about David Sampson? They brought him in, and uh, he's also doesn't need the money. He's the president of the Miami Marlins. He's you know like what uh, season was that? This season, he's on the Brains Tribe. David, wow! So he was the first one voted out. I yeah. didn't realize that he was okay because I didn't realize because they didn't they didn't um, label him as such, right? So I didn't realize that he was. He did. He he told everybody who he was. I didn't. I didn't hear that part. Then I must have missed that because that's right even more ridiculous, in my opinion. Then yeah, it's right at the beginning. He tells everybody who he is, um, and then they make him the leader of the Brains Tribe, and then he picks Garrett to go, you know, find the idol. And, and that whole part, like, it, it's funny that uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about David Sampson because I was li- literally listening to, to the radio yesterday, mm-hmm. and David Sampson was on the radio, and, he, and he's on often. And every time he comes on, and he's talking about the sports, and he was talking about. Um, movies and stuff he's a big movie buff um he, he it just reminds me of this season because he, he's he it would have been amazing if he had went further because he's such a he's a lightning rod of a person i mean for if he, i it was it's sad that he went first because i would have loved to have seen more of him on this season because he's uh I, the, the the brains tribe i i i could have done without a taj and a jatia and a garrett like i i liked david cast and spencer I, I would much rather those people made it to the merge than, than it is like the most six most insane survivor players you could ever put together on one tribe yeah. right and you tell them they're all the smart people right yeah. but they're also kind of all of very different personalities very yeah. different yeah, you know, like cast straight yeah. monotone. Definitely plays the attorney type. You know, Garrett, like you said, I should have been on the beauty tribe, or I could have been on the beauty tribe. Right. You know, right. so such a so full, you know, that smart, beautiful, you know, full of himself person, right? Jatia is just like you said, absolutely out there. Like, what is your deal, woman? Like, I'm a nuclear, <laughs> what is it, a scientist, whatever it is. Yeah, but she was like, <laughs> I was gonna help build the shelter. shelter. And and then she dumps, you know what I mean? Like, it's like what like unbelievable that's not my country though thank god yeah it was um they were just like it was just really like i don't think i would have wanted to live with that tribe that's mostly what i think because yeah. i think they would all have been fighting with each other i think it would have been hard a hard environment to be in in a lot of ways uh i think i would have been happy on the beauty tribe i don't think i would have been picked for the beauty tribe but if i've been picked to like hang out with them i think it would have been chill 
uh, or with the and even the Baron tribe. I think I would have been. I don't know if you were on the, the Bron tribe. If you were on the Bron tribe instead of a cliff, instead of cliff. Yeah, I guess like I don't know. Trish um, is you either on her good side or her bad side. It seemed like I don't know if I want to live with Trish. So that's just, that her, I'd, I'd rather live with Trish than Lindsay. I would rather live with Trish than Jatia. Uh, Jatia is uh, uh, anybody that's going to pour your food out and then vote out, and then the tribe votes out Garrett anyway. I mean, that whole, <laughs> that whole, that whole, so this is the best pre merge of Survivor ever for me. It is so explosive, episode to episode to episode. It's amazing. And it's because they did the three tribe. Anytime you get down to six people, it's just like the end of the game, right? When you get down to six people in Survivor, the votes are amazing, usually. But the three particular adjectives, though, they picked, right? Yes. Like brains, brawn, beauty. I think it all permeated in all three of their minds. Absolutely, absolutely, for sure. Like it was be, like their identity. Like that's why it's so explosive. And like so, there's so many things and backstabs and everything else. And then Cass turns on all the other uh, brains. Right? She becomes yeah. like completely loyal to the Bronze slash Beauty Alliance. Right? She becomes a and then becomes very. She almost won the game. I mean, she, I mean, if Wu had taken Cass at the end, I think Cass wins. And, and, oh, and we're going way ahead here, boys. Oh my god! Holy crap! We're ahead. We'll just finish the podcast oh, right here and now, eh? We could spend a whole podcast just talking about the end, the finale episode of this season, because <laughs> the oh decision god. that Wu made was so uh, such a boneheaded decision. <laughs> I mean, it really was. Um, but like, the, like if we're gonna go back to the pre-merge, I mean, like who else like goes out in the pre-merge? Obviously, the Lindsay Trish drama. Yeah, what? Right. Like, whatever. When, let me just uh, get the uh, the screen. It's right. We'll go through it. We'll go through the pre-merge real quick. How about that? Okay. And because okay. I, I know I know the mer- there was a few good points to the pre-merge, but you know when it hit like the mer- like the uh, the two team that was even good too in my opinion. Right? It kind of it did it wasn't as good as the merge, but it it did speed it up a little bit uh, quicker in terms of the process. Um, but you know, right? Like first of all, right? Real quick. The fake vote out the beginning, right, was mm-hmm. hilarious. I thought that was because it was it was Trish, it was Morgan, and it was, it was sorry Garrett. Was it Garrett? Yeah, it was. It was Garrett. Yeah, it was Garrett. David, he in confessional right away was like he's a threat ever, right? So I that was kind of funny, right? And then they're all kind of just like, "Well, you're not voting out. You're back in the game," and that was kind of you know, but. Uh, like the way I look at it is that you know with each tribe, except for the brains, because it completely backfired, right? Each tribe kind of showed you know their strengths in the beginning. That was the whole premise of you know those three tribes for the uh, the split merge, right? And and you know you see the brawn dominating in camp, dominating in challenges. You see brains backfiring, and all cylinders like it was. They were just like you said, it was just a catastrophe, just that disaster every single episode. <laughs> and it was, Completely. it was it was great to watch to be honest it was really fun to watch like jeff said and then there was a beauties which to me it was like they were like every time they won and brains did not it was like wow I, i'm impressed right but like like i said like it, it was it was good you know at the beginning but like i said the split uh, the split, uh, split pre-merge you know it's like you said jeff uh uh, uh swanson goes out 
you know, Garrett goes out, Bryce goes out, you know, Bryce just talked, I guess. I don't you know what else can you say really say? I like Bryce. I thought Bryce was a good uh, player. He just kind of got knocked out. He's the first one voted out of the beauty. Um, yeah. Another thing, right? It's just, I think just how, how it kind of, how it kind of fell, right? Um, and then you got what? So the next one is uh, Jatia, right for right for the pre-merge, right? Yes. And that was kind of a no-brainer. Obviously, you know, you think that she would go before Garrett. Maybe if she went before Garrett, they would have won the F, the freaking challenge, and you know, they wouldn't have had three losses before the split merge, right? But you know, whatever. You know, there wasn't really too much. You know, I, th- I think the old the the, the best part. Let's see here. One second here. Uh, I think the best part of that split up uh, the three tribes was when the brains or sorry the beauties was arguing about the chicken and the egg, right? And it was just the epitome of being a beauty, right? Like just you know just not the wheels aren't turning, you're not too sure, you don't even know what you're saying, your sentences don't make any sense. That was in my opinion, but only like you know. And the other thing, and, and, and sorry, yeah, I was the only really thing that I think was. Um, pre-split merge funny i guess or yeah, i don't know why did cliff get voted out cliff got voted out um the same reason why the bronze tried to throw the challenge and the brain still lost you know like they they didn't want him around because you know Lindsay was so close to him and you know tony you know viewed him as a threat right and you know i remember woo he was kind of he wanted him to keep him around because it was cliff you know his basketball hero and at the end of the day, Tony, you know, it was, it was the start of get, Tony getting what he wants, right? right. And then yeah. when left, and then you know, Lindsay and Trish go at it, right? Oh my goodness! I think and Lindsay goes knew, next, right? I think he knew Tony and Sarah. I think both knew they had to get rid of Cliff because he was—he's an alpha dog, and they knew that they couldn't have an alpha dog around them. They, you can't you can't start aligning with somebody like that because they want to be that person. Like Boston Rob would never have allowed it. Russell Hans would never have allowed it. They would never want somebody that needs to be a type A alpha male personality to be in their alliance because that that they, they want to control the game. They don't want somebody else to. So they have to get rid of that person. And, and, yeah, and as Cliff as nice as Cliff was, you're right. You know he's an ex pro athlete. You know, once you get down to sh- shorter numbers, right? That you know, he's he would kick it into an extra, another gear. Yeah, and he's a they probably saw he's a good, pretty personable person. Um, very likable. Very likable. Um, I mean, uh, we didn't even talk about Bryce, but for me, like Bryce going out in this uh, first in the beauty tribe, I think was like one of the worst because I really like him. I thought he he could have been such a great character in this season, and he goes out third. He goes a first in his tribe. Um, it just sucks for him because I find him so super entertaining. Um, I wish they brought him back. Uh, he's just like exactly what I want in a survivor character, and he goes up third, and we never see him for, see him again. Yeah, I, I, we, I did, we did talk about him. I said I liked him too, but yeah. Um, I mean, of all the pre-merge people, the two people I would want back would be David Sampson and Bryce, but I want Bryce more. But David, I would love to see David Sampson play again because he, he, I think he would be so ridiculous uh, if he was yeah. back. Uh, well, I mean, I the the people, the rest of the people that went out in the pre-merge, like, were the right people to go out for the most part. There's like a lot of celebrity types in this, but then there's a lot of just like average 
Joe if you notice in this cast too, there's not a lot of super young people. I mean, there's basically it's Jeffra, Morgan, and Spencer are like the really young people. The rest of them are like pretty like middle aged or in their thirties or late twenties. You know, mo there's only a few young young people, and I, I enjoy that. I think that's the recipe for success in, in Survivor. Most I don't want to watch a bunch of twenty three year olds like Big Brother um, get in there, and it's just not the the it's not as exciting. You want more seasoned people in, in, uh -huh. in a game like this for me. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about cliff. Um, Lindsay went, goes out just cause she was okay. attached to cliff. I have, I, I got beat. I got beat. I got to talk. So, okay. I'm, I'm okay. One of the things that I, I got to go to the challenge for a second. One of the things that I love about the challenge. Okay. And I'm not knocking Jeff pros by any means. He's a great host. Okay. But in the challenge, the host, CJ Lavin, the way that the show is structured, it allows him to, like, kind of go off script a little bit, if you will, right? It's not, like, structured to, you know, the family ties, if you will, that Survivor may be. So he kind of, he'll lay into quitters, what I'm trying to get at, right? Like, he'll, like, you know, say it's pathetic, you know, he'll, like, you know what the show's about, like, why are you here kind of thing, right? And, and I get it. Like, I understand, you know, you know, how it was handled and everything, right? It really kind of it really kind of bugged me that she left because of personal reasons. You know, if you left because of conditions or health or whatever it may be, that's, that's a little bit different because you can't stand a person. That's ridiculous in my opinion. And once again, you quit on a show that, and that someone else could have had. Right. And you basically just wait. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, once again, I, I love the fact that within the challenge, you know, there's this whole thing of, you know, quitters are really frowned upon. Right. And this one, she, she won't be back. There's no way. She never was, right? But like I said, I, I have a real beef with people because you, you get on the show, you finally get on it, you know what you're getting into. Like, What's your problem? You know, what's the deal, right? What's the deal? It's easy for anybody that's ever quit. They probably should not have quit. But a lot of, a lot of people that do quit, especially like Lindsay, uh, what they think they probably think when they first get out there, oh, uh, I'm gonna go all the way, I'm gonna win this game, like, uh, I'm gonna be so good at socially politicking, and then they get they get into the, the thick of it, and then they 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 change their mind, you know, quite quickly, like, um, like Colton, yeah. like Colton. Like, there's a lot of quitters, a lot of people have quit because of weather, too. Those are the biggest, uh, that's more egregious to me is if you quit because of weather. Um, I, I can under kind of understand if you could, uh, uh quit. You know, because of personal reasons, because maybe you, you, the way you're feeling, uh, anxiety or whatever. If you feel like like Lindsay did, where yeah, she was like, like she was gonna go out anyway, her whole tribe was turning on her. Trish hated her guts. It was like this very volatile situation that was going on, and I can understand like why she quit. I don't condone it, but like I I support that more than like um, Nakia and um, Purple Kelly quitting in uh, Nicaragua. Uh, I mean, they literally quit because they were cold. So, and they were in the final six or something like it was ridiculous, you know, like, so, so like, uh, that type of stuff bothers me more. Like what, but like, like when that Julie quit or whatever, and, um, San Juan del Sur, that one bothered me too. Well, he hasn't seen San Juan del Sur yet. So oh, she's going to quit. You know, you know, uh, the, <laughs> it's all relevant. It's all relevant. Anyway. But anyways, though, yeah, like I, I said my piece, you know, I just, at bottom line, don't quit. Especially, you know, you're on a show that so many people try to get on. The opportunity is there. You know, make sure you're doing it. You know, make sure you're in you're in it for the long haul. 
you know, just yeah. because your lines falls or, you know, it gets, I understand what you're saying, you know, Jeff, but get through the night at least, you know, you couldn't even, you know, like travel gals up and it blew up and then she left, you know, it's like, that would be better. You could have tried, you know, but it's, you know, but it's fair enough. You're it's not going to get an argument for me on it. I don't think anybody should quit. Um, but at the same time, like some people, I don't know how she was feeling, you know, I don't know how, you know, like I, I'm, I wasn't in her head. And I was, you know, where, where you see it too, right? That's the other issue too. Yeah, and we only see like you know what they want the show wants to show us, right? Maybe some, maybe something really nasty was said, or something really struck a nerve that brought up a lot of past stuff for her that really bothered her, or something. Yeah. You know, like I don't know, like uh, all I know is what the show showed me, and I can be upset with it, but I'm also kind of like at peace with it. It was her decision; it's nothing to do with me. Like it, 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 it's her, it's her decision to make. She, I'm sure, she took a lot of backlash for quitting because anybody quits. Uh, I'm sure um, get gets a lot of crap, especially like like in the next vote when Alexis went home. Um, a lot of people were heartbroken for her because like she was anytime somebody goes out right like after somebody quits and then right before the merge, that's like the worst spot to go out. I mean, <laughs> like there's really not a worse spot to go out than that. Um, <laughs> I would have I would have been fine if she stuck around. You know, I wasn't. I would. I would have. I would have been fine with that. Second member of the beauty tribe to go out after Bryce. That's right. I wish um, it was more good. Actually, they were all, you know, all the girls were good, of course, but. <clears throat> and then we went to jury after that. Yeah, and then it goes to jury. And then that's when the game really kicked into like, you know, 10th degree, uh, fourth gear here. Um, that's when, for me, the, the show is just uh, all around, you know, first vote out to last vote out was really good. But. Uh, when we get to the merge, it's probably the greatest merge episode ever. I mean, the, oh, just everything absolutely. That even even I said, I guess I you know, obviously my little notes over here, right? The 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 merge made me realize how slow, in a sense, the game had been up to that point. Because that first episode with the merge, like you like you're just about to say, Jeff. Oh my goodness what a what, what an episode what a tribal council like you know you're coming in and then you know the whole thing with sarah and she's trying to figure out okay like i, I have control here but she kind of loses it and then you kind of see and this is the first time Cass kind of comes in right and she kind of sneaking she's kind of slithering way in right and then this is her first you know move if you will but mm-hmm. I, I i couldn't believe the tribal council unbelievable like Tony spoken exactly Tony willingly plays his idol for someone else makes huge because at that point he had to backstab anybody right like no one you know so that was a huge trust builder and then LJ plays it for him and they don't even matter right but that was significant right and then Sarah doesn't flip but Cass flips and then what was it, Spencer's comment, whatever it was? He was like that really snarky, like the zero chance or whatever. Zero chance winning the game. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, this is where you realize how much of a snot Spencer really is. And like, you know, he's kind of he's like this impulse. funny thing, and then they go so far together, right? And then you look back at that comment, and it's just like, ah, oh, buddy. It worked out for them because then they became adversaries for a long time, but then they eventually came back together, I guess. But Or they were... Yeah, it was really- it was really weird that dynamic. 
because they were like on the same tribe, you know, throughout until the merge. And then right. she, you know, flips whatever, right? But I mean, really what happened here in a lot of ways is the beauty tribe got decimated you, four in a row here. Yeah. If you look at who Tony voted with in this vote, are all the people he systematically dismantles in the next like three three to four votes. He, oh, he, he votes with LJ in this after, vote. He votes after, with Morgan. He votes with LJ. He votes with Jeremiah and he votes with Jeffra. Those are the next four votes. <laughs> <laughs> he votes with them and they go. And they all go after. Because he then sw- he's then swaps to go with Wu, Trish, and then he uses the da- Tasha, Cass, and Spencer uh, as like this like buffer, and he keeps using them to vote out his own allies, and that's what he did, and that's why he was so amazing because we we're like, this is crazy, like you know, this doesn't really happen, you know, <laughs> like usually when somebody works like this, they're the next to go, you know, so. Oh. What was what was the craziest thing for me was the way that he kept planting those seeds, kept getting the reason to get that person out, right? So like in the beginning it was um I think Morgan. it was just cuz Cliff was it was you know like just cuz he was you know grouping together with people, right? And then you know it was to get it was to trick LJ, it was to you know, oh, Wu has an idol, what do you think of that? Oh, maybe Wu's a, you know, brilliant because right, it was in his mind, which in a sense was kind of true, is justified he could backstab LJ, right? And it was kind of funny in the final tribal, we'll talk about later how LJ, how LJ dot was, you know, that little converse back and forth between them, right? But to go from LJ, betray Jeffra, yeah, trust Jeffra to get Jeremiah, right? And then so Jeffra votes with him back, and then to go after her on the next vote was was absolutely was was hilarious. Yeah, it was, and it was like he constantly did that thing, like, oh, he would never do that. Why would he, that would be stupid? And then he would do it, you know. Right. Yeah, and that's what he says, Tony. That's what Tony did. Yeah, that's how Tony played because he knew so, he could convince certain people to not to not betray him. He knew he could convince. Tony's up all the time. He's running. He knew he could convince Trish and Wu pretty much of anything. I asked, hey guys, what is your energy level? Everybody said zero, zero, two. They asked me what's mine. I said, oh, about a seven, but I'm like a 15 right now, you know? So I should have <laughs> dialed it down back to two because I don't want them to think that I'm real energized, but I just can't help it. it, it I mean, they, they, they can see it. <laughs> they can see I love it. Tony. Tony. <laughs> oh, just, just on, another, on a whole nother level, just talking a mile a minute. His mind is racing, and actually, I watched a little bit of the um, of the after show, just a little bit, because the cast was that good, right? And and they and he said in the after show, because uh, I know you had talked about he had talked about an interview about his sleep, whatever, Dave, right? So in, in in the after show, he said what he slept like six hours a week or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and like so the only thing is like what you lying you're lying there what staring up at you know palm trees or tarp you know however many hours you know don't try, you know just stay laying there still in the dark and just thinking about whatever that's you know what he does. just that's Tony. so funny i'd like so to go through, through some of um tony's bio okay so when they ask him like okay um what, uh do you consider yourself a brain a beauty or a brawn he goes Sounds like a trick question. Like, well, let's see. I'm a beautiful person that has a sharp brain and a strong muscles. Based on appearance, I would consider myself a brawn. For the purpose of survival, though, 
I would consider myself brains. Maybe I wasn't the smartest in school. <laughs> but I, was I, I, I don't tell you about police officer that like, they'll think I'm very tactical and like they might know like this guy is very aware. You know, I want them. I want to fool them. <laughs> I want to fool them. Eh? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm maybe the smartest guy out here, but I don't want them to know that. <laughs> I feel like a succubus. Oh, I'm sucking the energy out of them, and I'm getting stronger. I love it. <laughs> a succubus. I'm stronger. Oh my god, he laughs at his jokes all the time. It's so funny. And like it's all him, bro. Like he's just he's in his own world. It's all he's the only one that gets his jokes. And it's just it, we're we're along for the ride, you know. Like no one's really with him, you know. You know everyone's kind of like strung along, but we're we're all enjoying it. I know? don't know to live with him. I think would be hard because if he's like this, like the more time they get, the more energized I get. I think he would just be like entertaining, and I think that's why he's won twice because he's just so fun. He's just a fun guy. You don't want to vote him out. He's too much fun. He, every the the camp would be a lot more depressing with him out without him in it. He's probably getting firewood all the time because he only sleeps six hours a week, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he only sleeps for an hour a day. Not that's not even an hour a day. That's a whole day. He doesn't even sleep at all. Yeah, I think he just takes a power nap like 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 once a day and for like an hour, and then, so I think he gets seven hours. I think he was exaggerating. I think he gets seven, seven a week. Uh, Whoa, okay, uh, hold on. I was way off. <laughs> oh my goodness! He's tending that fire and getting that firewood and getting those votes while he's at it. You know, <laughs> he's working the long game. I love Tony. Tony's one of my favorite players. Like, uh, like I have so like from just from that. I know they're not from this season, but I just. Uh, Maybe he's not joking. Maybe he really believes that he is the structural engineer. That's Tyson on Tony. Like, that's just, uh, like, Tony, just everyone's like, he, we think he's kidding. And then at the last second, he's not kidding. Right? Like, you know, he's serious. He's always serious. But we always think he's just like a character. But he's really for real. Like, <laughs> everything he's kind of doing. Um, and that's why I think he's so methodical. And I think. To play with him, you have to be like have a certain endurance. Like it's to I think to play with Tony and be in alliance with Tony, like and uh, and Sarah, I think is an example. You know, she was with Tony for a while, right? But why did she get voted out? Does he turn on her? No, they're no, not. They're on opposite Sarah, sides of votes here. Yeah, mm. no, because Sarah. Because here's the thing. So Sarah, when they did the split merge, Sarah was the only brawn to go to the tribe with three brain and three beauty. Yeah. Right. So yeah. she survived that, went over, didn't feel like one of the brawn, you know, when it was six and six or whatever it was, and she was the swing vote, and then ended up being Cass who flipped. But she kind of I guess like the power or whatever went to her head and Tony was just like, You're not being straight with me. She she wants to play both sides. She wants to fix but she was really vocal about trying to figure out which side she was gonna choose, right? It wasn't, you know, that's kind of like everyone was just like, you know, because like I said, Cass flipped because I remember Cass and her were getting at it but back and forth, back and forth. Um, Cass was pressuring her into, you know, committing uh, to the alliance, whatever. And and Sarah's like, no, I can do whatever I want. And then and then, and then, and then Cass eventually it was like a couple episodes later, I'm a free agent now. N -n nice, nice job there, Cass, uh, you know. But that's why she got eliminated because, you know, she kind of got pushed and she kind of was vocal. But – when it got the other, so we're talking about Tony. We're talking about Tony though, and the other one I was talking about was Wu because one of the best scenes because there's so many great scenes with Wu right on top of you know Tony's character right, 
But the well, the best scene and ever seen in Survivor any show was when uh, when Spencer got the clue and he was looking for the idol, and we was kind of stealthing around, right? And he's like, "My ninja skills." I'm, you know, going through the rock, right? <laughs> yeah, doing all this, doing all the tricks, right? You know, basically commentating on what he's doing, and then when he gets uh, the clue and he's running through the jungle, Spence is running after him, and then everyone finds out, and then everyone's looking for an idol at the same time in the same area. I thought that was the funniest thing ever because everyone's running after each other, trying to keep okay, who's watching who, and and, and it, I've never seen it like it, and I was laughing the whole time because I thought it was the funniest thing. And it was just, yeah, it was just so random. I thought it was awesome. Oh, for sure. Like, they're, like they're, this cast just had chemistry together, for sure. I think that they just... Yeah, was, everyone was different. After the, everyone, was, everyone had very different personalities that were post-merge. Mm-hmm. And that's what really shined the second half of, yeah. of the season. As it was, I felt like as the votes went on, I was like, good. They're kind of getting rid of... The players who are weaker strategically, in my opinion, and we're getting down to like the best players, the mo- and also the best personalities, I think, on on confessional as well. Yeah. With the exception of Sarah, who went up first. Sarah shouldn't have gone. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that Sarah went out so early in this uh, jury. Uh, it would have been um, preferable if she had stayed around till like the final five or something like that it would have yeah. been great like, you know yeah like you're right like the morgans the jeremiah's the jeffras and the lj's those characters those players weren't bringing a lot to the tv show the rest Jeffra, of the- I, I like tasha but i wasn't necessarily rooting for tasha to win the whole thing um well, but she like, won, like four immunities in a row That's yeah well like she, it's hard not to root for her through that like but it's um I, I guess I was proud. like by the end I was like I was very invested in Tony and Wu I guess and uh, Spencer even uh, there was a few players I was just more more and even cast like and and more invested in than 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 Tasha. At the time I was very um, excited about Tony and Cass and Spencer. Those were my favorite players, and they all went really far in the game. And uh, I especially loved Cass. Uh, we haven't really talked about Chaos Cast guys, but like. What a what a TV character! I mean, especially in this season, she was amazing. Like she was exactly what you want at a Survivor. Somebody will turn on a dime that doesn't doesn't have really any emotions. You know, like that's exactly what I want at a Survivor. <laughs> I, I, I agree. In like in terms of a in terms of a Survivor player, yes. But in terms of just her and her whiny voice and everything, gameplay was great. Don't get me wrong, Jack. Right, mm. but she is really annoying, and I really love when what was it? Uh, Trish was like, "Don't play. You're playing the victim. You're playing with that smirk on your face, right? That that's that's the that's what bugged me is just her arrogance, right? But in terms of the, the type of player she was, the way she was flipping, the way she kept surviving, right, was very impressive, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. She she like very much like Tony was able to figure out kind of a hack in the game which is bury your reputation so bad that nobody wants to vote you out and a lot of players have done this but cast especially did it well where she completely sewered her alliance when she didn't need to in that merge vote that we're talking about with sarah where Mm -hmm. says zero chance of winning the game he basically she basically knew right at that moment 
that um, everybody was going to then not look at her as a threat because now she's like, oh, well, she can't win the game. Spencer just said it, right? So that that really has an effect on how people choose to vote out who next. Like, who are you going to vote out next? No, you want to bring Cassidy in because, like, obviously Spencer doesn't like her and he's going to have a huge effect when he's on the jury or if, if he's on the jury, right? And then that makes Spencer more of a threat. Like, you're right. Like, you, Dave, where you said it was just, like, uh, creates more, like, his arrogance. Like, he never should have said that. He should have, like, cast die on that hill yeah and stayed just silent. let every, just yeah he shouldn't have said anything no but he's he was very reactive right um and he was a very impulsive in that moment and it kind of like yeah it helped her for a long time so she should be happy about it really i i hope she is um she almost won the game like, because of it i mean Wu takes yeah. Cass to the end i firmly believe that Cass would have won so really? Wu. Wu loses no matter what you think. I think personally. No, I think that no, because if I, I, and I, when I, because like I said, I didn't watch the whole reunion, but they asked that question if Wu had taken Tash to the end. Yeah. And from my understanding, they would have voted Wu. I know, but I don't believe that. And I think, and what, yeah, I, I, but, you know, that's the other issue too, right? Is that, you know, you're saying at the reunion, right? Or how about the, you know, how did you actually feel when the season actually ended, right? When you were filming it, you know, it's it's tough to say, right? Because it's also they were very much thinking about the bonehead decision he made to take Tony to the end. They that they were very reactive into that decision. Say he makes the right decision, now all of a sudden they have to decide between Wu and Cast. And now, are you going to reward that one decision that Wu made, or are you going to reward the whole game that Cast played? Because Cass yeah. really played a much better game than Wu, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it's probably it's probably Cass who wins there. So Wu probably loses no matter what. But right, let's say let, let's say it's not uh, Wu who wins uh, the immunity. Let's say it's uh, it's Cass and Tony in the final. Right. Who wins? Tony. Tony. Yeah, absolutely. But maybe- I think that was because more people didn't like Cass. Yeah. Regardless of all the crap Tony said, like he got grilled. Absolutely grilled at final at final tribal, right? Up until Spencer, where he completely just, in my opinion, flips the the jury vote, right? But you know, when he called him a dog, when he called Wu a dog, yeah, oh yeah, he started like that was just brilliant. Like the way that he structured that whole thing, because I've heard of I've heard of other players in in past survivors or other survivors that. In the jury, they'll make like just make some grand case for one of the two or three contestants and be like, vote for this person, don't like to the entire jury. So it's not often, but it's I, I've heard it's happened before. I heard there was one uh, for Boston Rob one season. I don't know if that was Redemption Island or whatever it was, but uh, I've heard it before and I, and I think that it takes a huge effect. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, a, a real key vote in this season was also like uh, you alluded to it, um, Josh. Was the Jeffra vote because that was the vote where you had Tony and Wu voting with Spencer and Tasha. Uh, you know, so like yeah. that, 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 you know, so he really like, they voted out Jeremiah the vote before, right? Where um, that was basically like taking away another number away from Spencer and uh, Tasha because they kind of convinced Jeremiah to be on their side. So he like he kept doing this. Tony kept like flipping the alliance. Like he's like, I'll vote with you, then I'll vote with you, I'll vote with you, like I'll vote with you. Right? And they never just all teamed up and voted him out. 
they never never happened right <laughs> it was a great great strategy and that's why tony deserved to win because he was mass he was he was masterfully going back and forth between which is really really hard to do i mean the, the, the people don't really understand how hard that is because dave's right they could all easily just said let's just get rid of tony but then they couldn't pain they couldn't at a certain point because then he found that Tyler Perry idol. And then once he found that Tyler Perry idol, he was able to do that, which also a lot of people think, I think if Cass had gotten to the end with Tony, Dave, Cass would have had a great argument to say he had an unfair advantage in this season. And he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so the thing is like Tony, uh, Wu taking Tony to the end. That's why it was such a boneheaded decision in my opinion, because Tony had this like hack to the end of the game. And then the, the one chance where, one person could get rid of him and he, yeah, didn't, he didn't you know so so is okay so then uh josh i know you already know uh he wins winners at war jeff already uh, so i'm going to just ask jeff do you think that his win in this season is better or worse than his second win his second win's more impressive i would say this this in this season i think he had that unfair advantage of the Tyler Perry idol. But he had no I, immunities in Winners at War, right? So you know he had three uh wins. He didn't have any immunity wins in this season. No, nothing, no. He he had never won an immunity challenge until Winners at War. He didn't even okay. he, you know he didn't win one obviously in game changers. Um but like at the same time, um Tony like the I I I originally would have probably said the opposite, Dave, where I would have said that this season was more impressive had the Tyler Perry idol not been in existence. Um, the fact Why that you call he, it Tyler Perry idol. Cause that's Tyler Perry. It was Tyler Perry's idea. Yeah. It was, the, yeah, it was his, yeah. Sponsored idol, special item or special idol thing that he, yeah. They wanted to bring back the idol from when Yule won, when they first introduced the immunity idol in, in, in cook islands. Um, where, why? I don't know why. Cause Tyler Perry thought it was cool. And Jeff Probst is an idiot. And he listens to people. He listens to celebrities. Uh, you know, come on, in, guys. <laughs> come on in, guys. Tell me what I should do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, and he kept saying about the Tyler Perry idol that, oh well, if Spencer had gotten the Tyler Perry idol, everyone, everybody would have loved it. Which he, you know, what he's not wrong, but doesn't mean like you should do it. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's unfortunate, yeah. I guess he would say. Um, yeah, and it, both get what went to Tony, but it's what happened. Yeah, both and both seasons. I mean, it almost bit him in the ass in uh, when he's at war with the whole, um, you know, uh, it's a edge of extinction twist because that's kind of the Tyler Perry idol idea kind of going on. In you can come back in, in, um, Winners at War. So, like, uh, the fact that he was able to survive both of those twists, now he was on the good side of the, of the Tyler Perry idol, but the, in the Winners at War, when he had the Edge of Extinction, he was able to survive both of them right to the end, and, and both of them, he did not win the final immunity. Now, this is a thing with me in Survivor. If you do not win the final immunity, and you get taken to the end, and you win, then you really, really, really played well. Yes, you know? I agree. You know, uh, winning the final immunity, if you make the wrong decision, like Wu did in this season, really, really sours me on your ability to read the game. Because if you've gotten that many days out there, 38 days, and you have one decision to make, right, and 
it's who I'm going to sit beside to win the game. And you make the wrong decision, and it's really clear that you made the wrong decision. You so deserve to lose. Well, you've you said it. He said like one or two steps before. He said, I'd be the stupidest player if I took Tony to the end. Yeah, he knew. Stupid. He knew. But Tony, 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 whatever he did on that beach when they're sitting down there, and whatever he was able to say to him. Do you, know, you remember what he said? I don't. I don't. I, I, it was something that Castle's going to win or something like that. Like, would you no, might no, be no, right? No, no. So basically, what basically what Tony it, it was it was actually was brilliant. Because once again, Tony Tony's biggest argument for for most of the jury members, remember, was respect. Well, no, I did. I well, I no, well, no, no, for Tony, right? Was I, 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 I. It's not what you you think it was, right? Like I did. I made these decisions because you know I I you know was justified, like to get Jeffrey out or LJ out or whatever, right? With Wu, Tony recognized that his only gameplay was, you know, his, you know, respectable, respect, honor, you know, you know, loyalty, you know, like that kind of stuff, right? That was his game, right? That was Wu's game uh, outside of the immunity wins. And so Tony had said to Wu, basically, if you don't take me to the end, your case, your entire case for the jury goes out the window like you don't have you don't have any case to win this game and Cass gets it right but tony you know because you know very smart you know knows this is gonna happen says to woo you know but if you take me everyone's gonna see that your gameplay the way that you are still intact right and then we can battle it out in the end yeah spencer's very clear to him about that point and uh, I would just like to rewatch this because this might be my favorite thing in this season. And I mentioned it earlier, but it was Spencer's jury speech. So let's watch it real quick. Yeah. Your mic's distorted a little bit, so we'll see how this goes. I'll fix it one second. When I look at you can't hear it. Can't hear it. Turn it up. Is that better? Oh, no. The LJ vote, the Jeffrey blind fight, even in Canada, it's distorted. Pocket twenty four seven. And when it came down to you having an opportunity to take one of the history to the end, it's good. Did what a good dog would do and stayed loyal to your owner. And is there anything you can say to me to convince me that this analogy doesn't make sense? For someone like you who's been a student of the game, someone who appreciates the game. Can you respect me if I took a goat like Cass to the finals? Yes. As a student of the game, I would expect you to take a goat to the finals. But for me, I'm a different student, I guess. I want to take a goat. Wait, wait, it turned around. Uh, Tony, I don't need to ask you any questions. Uh, I need to talk to you all. Love him or hate him, Tony played his ass off out here. Wu tries to excuse his passive play on not having idols and Tony finding three idols. Why do you think Tony found three idols? It's because he looked more than everyone else combined. Tony was behind every great strategic decision. He blinded his alliance to what was going on around them in the game, like a puppet master. He took a slew of ghosts deep put some on the jury. He took one to the end. Tony played with a ferocity this game very rarely does see. And so when you put pin to parchment tonight, vote for the only guy sitting there that actually played this game and played it in a way that honors it. 
Congratulations, you two. 39 days out here isn't easy. Thanks. Thanks. I mean, does it get any better than that? I mean, even Jeremiah's face at the end there says it's brilliant. You're like, hmm, that's a great point. Let's not hate on him because. You know, he blindsided me. Let's really look at the fact that he played a brilliant game. And I have to say, the one thing that really bothers me about Survivor now is this stupid jury by committee final travel cancel that they do. They, they, they lost the great thing that they had, which was this, where somebody would prepare a speech and just, just deliver it perfectly in a great monologue that you love it or like it, love it or hate it or whatever you want to say about it it's entertaining and for me this whole jury by committee is kind of like yeah what did you say yeah well that's what i think and yeah no it's just like come on like i don't want to you know like i don't i just don't like it as much i much prefer this um it's just it took longer and it was uh, it's uh, it's more concise now but i'm i much prefer you know them to go up and say their piece you know and that, that's what we got we got it we, we get it from trish too uh and trish really rips in the tony and and, and really i mean really gives it to him in a great way uh in, in a way that he deserved i mean he was swearing on his dead grandmother his you know everything he was doing they were close but, yeah <laughs> exactly right so i don't know that, that, that for me is why this season's so great. It's because it honors the old game and brings in the new strategy and the new fast pace, like unlike any other season did. Yeah, I was just you know like overall like turn down your speakers. Okay. Overall, it was just a much better season, obviously, than Millennials versus Gen X, as you both know, as I knew going into it. Um. You know, like, I think you said the final tribal council, everyone before, you know, like everyone before Spencer's, you know, uh, final tribal speech was, you know, everyone was pretty much ripping into Tony. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just testing where the ringings come from. My mic's muted now. Yeah, it's, it's from your side. It's, it's, Sounds like a beeping. Microwave? Microwave? My side? Yeah. Blow dryer? No. Blow dryer. It's oh, very faint. I don't know how. Anyways. It must, I think it's just a certain frequency it's hitting. A frequency, yeah. It's weird. That's yeah. very odd. Um. Anyways, as I was saying, so up until Spencer's speech... Everyone was pretty much grilling Tony, right? Which, like you said, which was great, Jeff, because everyone had said their final piece. Because everyone, in, especially that season, needed to say, like, you wanted as a viewer too to see them go off, right? They wanted them to say something, especially to Tony. That was the big one, right? And the, there was a few there that was good. Jeff Rose was great because it seemed like she was rattling Tony like crazy. It was so funny. Like, you never see Tony. I guess totally, Tony always talks so fast. But he was like stuttering his words, right? And it's really funny to see that that kind of you know the beauty girl kind of just keep him on his toes. Yeah. And then you go to LJ. Yeah. And then Tony completely flips it on him, and and LJ pretty much leaves like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess you're right, Tony. I guess I am wrong. Well, yeah, Trit, Tr Trish, and Trish, Trish, and then Trish was so powerful. 
Tony says to Trish that uh, he she was the only person he regretted voting out. You know, yeah. so, so everybody else he was like just just going. You know, he didn't care, right? And um, I'm surprised he, Trish was voted out. He didn't want to vote her out. He 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 only did. Because I, I, why did he vote Trish out? Because he, he was, I, I was he threatened know. by he her? Went or? With, he went with Wu to vote, uh, to vote her out with, um, uh, Cass and Spencer. Yeah, but why Maybe. did he do that? Like, all right, so Trish voted for Cass in that vote. So the, Trish was trying to get Cass out instead. And I think the reason I guess Tony did that was because, like, like Spencer said, he wanted to bring more goats to the end. But he, I guess Spencer won immunity in that challenge, I'm guessing, because uh, he, he got no votes. So um, the, it was either Trish or Cass, and I guess they thought, well, Trish is more liked. And, and, and that was probably the reason to get rid of her. I think that was the reason. Yeah, because Spencer won. I think Spencer won immunity, right? Yeah. And, yeah, Spencer came back over Tony for immunity. Tony played his idol because that was the final time he could play it, and he was going to use a special idol before the you know the fake next council. Which in that moment, as a viewer, I'm like, why wouldn't you save Trish, right? Like, why would you save your you know ally another vote with you moving forward for you know get to the final three, and then you know realizing that he was going to use the special I have um you know fake you know to get himself to the uh, uh final right. three right i think uh, like you're right it had a lot to do with the tyler perry oh. animal is why he did that um but also like when did they find out that it was a final two they didn't that's the thing like for my from so basically here's the thing right because like i was once again under the assumption it was a final three as well but basically you were as a viewer i found out because spencer New Spencer as a fan, and, and at the time I thought he was actually lying to Tony, and he actually ended up being right. And essentially, he said that I remember him bringing Tony aside, and he was just like, "You remember how Jeff said this sentence of words or sequence of words?" And he's like, "But if he would have said this sequence, if it was if there was a final three instead of a final two, right?" So he got he he. In, I think it, it almost seemed as a viewer that Spencer was kind of just blowing smoke, and he was hoping that he could be saved another week, right? Because right? he got voted on final four, right? But then, you know, there what it ended up being, so he was actually right, and it was final two, right? So you you found out through Spencer, you know, but then you you find out the end of Tribal Council when, you know, Jeff says, you know, we'll see you at the next uh, immunity challenge. They, they haven't done a final two since this season, and... I much prefer the final two. Me the too. final two is what survivors should be. I hate the final three because oh. every time you do a final three, you end up getting um, the third person. There's always the third person who gets no votes. There's a third party candidate. They, no, people are like, no, I only vote one or two, or it's a unanimous, right? Um, and with the, with the, with us with the two people, it's usually closer. Yeah, well, this one was. Uh, also, has an extra suspense to it too, right? Because then you had the final three immunity challenge. Which I thought this season was great. I love the turn, the turnstile challenge. Right, Wu won it, obviously, right. And then you know you go, to, and then you have like a single vote, you know. And then you see if, like you, like you said before, right. Like if Wu makes a decision, you know, one way or the other, right, could it benefit him or not, right. We, as a viewer, we thought it was boneheaded, and it was, right. But it, it, like you said, like if you're a third, you're probably not going to get any votes unless you have like a best friend or a family member on the jury. You know, what's the point of having you there? You know, we would rather see another immunity challenge 
and all that intensity, an extra vote leading up to final tribal council, you know, that, yeah. Surprising. Yeah, no, I wish they would bring it back. I guess the, the, whole, the whole theory against the final two is that it's, you know, someone's going to bring a goat. Like what they're mad at Wu for not doing, which is taking, don't take the, ob, you know, the obvious players going to beat you to the end takes you know you'll take someone weaker and then it's an odd they don't the, the producers want there to be the, the, the reason why they, the reason the main reason they brought the final three in was because of rob sister nino because rob sister nino was voted out at the final two at uh, the final three and he should have been in the final really in that season and that was, he was a big reason why they brought, ended up bringing the final three in later because they they kept seeing the a lot of the time the best player went out at three because they didn't win the final three immunity challenge. And then the, the other two obviously said, well, we can't bring this person. So they wanted to change that. Um, but at the same time, like, just like go back to a final two and continue the fire making thing. You know what I mean? Like th that's what I think they should do. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like uh, in, in winners at war, they had three, right? I would much rather if they had done a final two in winners at war. Yeah. Would have been better for me. To me, that's more pure survivor. I think final two. I get the advantages of doing final three. If anything, I just prefer if they alternated every other season. Do uh, do a final three, do a final two, you know, or something like that. Like, I just think that they both have a different play in the game. It's a it's a it's a kind of a, almost a different sport in some ways, just in terms of how the finals go. Yeah, well, because you get to like you get to like use a person as like a free vote all the way to the end. Be, right because then you're like oh you get to be final three you make final th th final three alliances rather than a final two is a much harder alliance to make you can only make it with one other person a final three you can make it with like not only two people but you could make it with like three different people and then just cut the person to final four you know what i mean like yeah it's a lot easier to navigate whereas the final two is a lot harder because then you have to really trust one other person and it adds a lot more intensity to the game throughout the game you know, not just, you know, like, so the surprise ending, you know, that they didn't even know there was a final two, right? Because if you know going into it, there's a final, it's, it's a final two, the stakes are a lot higher and you're going to play harder. You know, like your odds of getting to that final two, like you said, Jeff, are so much slimmer because you need that other person that you need to be so tight with and be able to make it to the end and get through all the stuff together, right? And survive. Yeah. And uh, I like the like the that this season is in Philippines. Uh, I like that it's kind of like it doesn't look like Fiji. It doesn't look like you know just the generic island. Like I don't know. Like this season kind of has a little bit cooler feel to me. It reminds me of the older seasons uh, in a lot of ways. And, and uh, I just wish they did that more. Uh, I enjoy. Yeah, it. a lot more character. You know, like the the, the rock faces of the Beauty Tribe. You know, it was like there was the waterfall at the Brain Tribe, whatever. Right, like. Yeah. You're right. Like, it was just, it was just a better feel, you know. Actually, the one thing I want to, want to make a really funny point. Uh, so I, I, I called Dave the other day, and and I, I remember Dave was eating dinner, and I said, Dave, I got a question for you. What happens to all the trees that get cleared out for the challenges, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm watching these shows, and I'm like, because they do them all in the South Pacific, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like. Do they just make all these new sites or whatever they do, right? Because, like, I'm like, you think that they're all in the similar locations, right? But, you know, 
Anyways, that was a little funny side thing, right? No, but, yeah, I was like, I don't know what they do with the trees. I think they're dead, Foster. They threw them out. I, 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 a soccer field. I'm pretty sure the production of the show does a lot of terrible things to the communities and the islands that they go and use. I'm pretty terrible. sure. Yeah, like they go like a lot of these like islands are given like they're basically like rented from the native tribes but then like they'll do what you said well they'll go clear like a whole bunch of forests and then a whole bunch of wildlife will disappear from the island and then and like they won't replant sorry they won't replant anything because i was hoping at least they do something like that i'm not sure from what from what i've read and i don't know like i'm not i'm not like fully researched on this but i especially in the earlier days of survivor that they would uh, they would kind of like they would be like not exactly respectful to the land that they were renting. Really? Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing they got better at it, or I'm guessing they worked out a better deal with like Fiji. That's why they're constantly like going back to Fiji now, uh, because I think it's just like I guess the government allows them to do what they want. They need to do because I think a lot of different governments of uh, different countries had a lot of problems with the way Survivor and the production would would treat their land. From what I understand, you're gonna, you're gonna have you know, and all those uh, you know setups and stuff, you know, because you would think that you'd reuse the same areas, right, within that same season, you know. But you know, as a viewer, you can't really tell by aerials and obviously new, you know, you know, new new challenges, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but like, it, it, it was a great season, though, like in terms of like you know the the environment. Um, the challenges overall, I thought, were, were were fairly good. I found there were a lot of uh, uh, what's the what's the term I'm looking for? There were a lot of like uh, uh, park challenges, whatever you want to call them, right? Where there's like you know you have to do the physical, and then there was always a puzzle. At the, there was a puzzle at the end, right? Or there was like or stages. Sorry, there was like two or three stages to that challenge, you know. And there was always there was all this back and forth, you know, come from behind wins, um, you know, post merge, you know, like. Some of those, like I, like because like I said, well, Tasha won the four times in a row, shockingly. Um, Spencer came from behind twice later on in the seat later on uh, to get immunity. Cast won it. Cast won it at the uh, final was final four um, before Spencer went out. You know, begin when it was the family one, right? So I, I thought it was just overall, it seemed it seemed fairly strong. I, I enjoyed uh, uh, the major, like I said, the final uh, challenge was was great, I thought. Final immunity challenge. It was really cool. That was a great. Call. It would be cooler if they had their, if they were blindfolded. That would have been hilarious, but it was pretty cool to be, to, regardless though. Right. Yeah, so just going back to the point I was making earlier, there are a bunch of different seasons that um, where they went into certain places like the Cook Islands and they damaged like the reef they went into um, different, like Karamoan and uh, Palau had different issues, uh, but then, wow. like, but then, like, the, like uh, there was different countries. Like a lot of people said, San Waldo Sur when they were there, they created a lot of jobs, stimulated the economy. Uh, but then, then on other places, they went in and didn't, didn't really clean up after themselves. Like in the Cook Islands, like when they did the whole um, challenge where Yule goes and finds the idol on this. Uh, island uh they didn't clean up after themselves and then it affected the ecosystem of that island so like different things like that that uh okay survivor's done but um the it's not all bad some of it's really good but um but there's no so 40 seasons right that obviously is doing something right you know like you you always you know they you, when you 
especially in the last one we were talking about uh, Dave when we mentioned Amazon, right? Time, like the show has evolved so much over time, right? And, and, and you know, by the end of the day, right, you know, that's why you're kind of, you know, always in Fiji, always on the beach. Now they're at that comfort of continuing, you know, and there's, you know, there's the gimmicks every once, you know, this, every season to try to, you know, spruce things up, right? But at the end of the day, I, I just want to see my, my main thing is the cast, right? I want to see a great cast. And that's what this season offered, right? Was a phenomenal cast, you know, pr pretty much top to bottom was pretty, what everyone was solid with their, with their own, you know, Beauty Tribe was pretty bland, but, you know, other than that, you know, everyone was pretty solid. Mm hmm. Yeah, I know. This is a great one. I, you know, I, I, my only caution, Foster, is that it might be uh, all downhill from here if it's maybe one of the best seasons. So here we go. I, I don't know about that because uh, the one up. So I, I'm a little, I'm a little soured on Blood and Water. To be honest, Blood versus Water. You know, seeing first Colton one, for a sec. Uh, first one, yeah. Seeing Colton quit for the second time really drained my energy. Yeah, it Colton's just, not great. It just bummed me out. It just, I don't know. It just bugged the crap out of me. So I asked Jeff, gave me some seasons. What do you think? Because Dave's given me the last two seasons. So I'm in the midst of watching season six now, or six or seven, right? Seven, Dave, I believe. Jeff? Seven. 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 Pearl Islands. Pearl Islands. First season with Rupert. Johnny Fair. First season with Sandra. And and once again, going to six, six uh, Amazon, the half episode with Dave, and then one episode later, whatever, two episodes later. Blowing my mind because it's such a different concept, such an earlier season, such you know their first time when they don't you know. But we'll get into that all that stuff later on. Rupert, really, I'm Rupert. I, I, I catch fish for the tribe. You voted me out. You voted me out. <laughs> oh, I could do the slick shot really well. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you see me with a fishing spear? Johnny Fairplay. Ah. Let's build a shelter in the sand. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to talk about Rupert and uh, and. Oh, his pillaging is is is, uh, is infamous. Yes. Yeah. No. And that was only that was that's the year after because you know how we tried to watch the Amazon Josh and yeah. It wasn't. It was yeah. not so good. Such a difference. Such uh, difference. That, that's the next season. Uh, you know, uh, it's they just the, the problems that they had. They watched the tape and they went, "Oh God, we gotta fix." Let's it. not do that again. Yeah, let's not do that. Um. Yeah, and I think a lot of it had to do with casting, but like at the same time, I think they figured out what they wanted out of their characters. They wanted more nefarious characters. I think they also know what they need out of their environment too. Now, yeah, I think that mm -hmm. I think in the early seasons, especially the first ten, fifteen seasons, it was all about watch these people survive in the elements, and they're yeah. starving, and let's watch this, and they'll eat bugs, and it'll be like yeah, it whatever. Matter and where it they don't do up, any right? of that anymore. Now it's no. like whatever. We know they're in the jungle, they're in the beach, they're whatever. They're doing, right. um, I would, you know, yeah. And I, but I wish they would do a season, maybe just once, where they concentrated more on the survival aspect. Uh, and made, like just did a whole season with like survival experts and just just to see what it was. That's be not like. what this show is anymore, though. That's no, like, I know that. I yeah, know that. But they could make that a theme. It's, they, yeah. they could definitely make it a theme, and and make like the conditions a lot harder. And it would be I, I don't know. I would find it fascinating because and that's only because I'm like into the show alone, and they do a lot of survival stuff. And it definitely would be cool if they merged that original concept. They probably never will. I think it's too risky at this point because you, you notice 
as the seasons have gone on, the characters, it, it's it's not as easy to break them. You know what I mean? Like there are the the the, the production has really realized. You know, we need, they need certain things. You know, like we're not gonna you freaking hand them. You know, a toaster and bread. You know, but like you know that they're getting there. You know, they're it's not easy. But you're right. It's not what it used to be. And we know where's that fine line, right? I think they're flirting more towards comfort, not big brother comfort, but you know, you like you said, Jeff, you because you also you know once again, it's called Survivor. You know, you want to see them, you know, a little more with the elements, you know, you want to see that, you know, obviously you want to see people like starving and like hurting and stuff, right? But that's pretty much a lot of what the show's about, or it's in the title, right? So you're right. It would be nice to add a little bit more element of uh danger i guess you know or desperation true okay we're coming up to an hour and something so i think we have to wrap up for tonight on here on uh this uh, second edition uh of the foster uh recaps on survivor uh well it sounds like we're going to be doing um uh season seven next so i'm looking forward to that chat and revisiting all those characters because that was a great season uh, oh it's uh, a couple episodes in and like i said because when i first started right it was you know like i i, I got the glimpses like i said of, of heroes versus villains so i saw this sandra and rupert and that this is their season right their first season and you know a bunch of other great characters and uh no it's gonna be exciting talk i'm looking forward to it yeah no it's gonna be good um any final thoughts? Um, I don't know. I guess. Well, are you guys gonna watch Big Brother? I guess I hear there's a new one coming out. Oh God! Well, there it. If a new Jeff cast just... got released today, and did it? We... Yeah. Do we need? Oh. Yeah. Guess who's back, Dave? Oh my God! Nicole's back. Like, do we? We don't need her back again. Yeah. That, that, makes, me that makes me sad. Yeah. Do you know who also is back? Let's go. That girl, the girl uh, Casey, I think her name was. Casey's back. The, it's going to be the most annoying season of Big Brother of all time. Casey's back, the winner of the other season. Yeah, Casey's back. Uh, Josh, is it an all winner season. Was actually on the challenge. Yeah, Josh Martinez. She came second on the challenge season. Actually, it must be. Season. It must be all winners, right? No, it's not all winners. Janelle's back. Um, there, there's a bunch of different. Here, I'll bring it up. Because all winners would be exciting, kind of. It's not all. Then I, then I can tolerate Nicole. No, Nicole won, right? Yeah, she won. Nicole won, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, okay, here we go. So we got. Okay. Odd. Oh no, this is this is old. This isn't it. Where is that? How many? How many uh, cast members? Uh, from what I saw, it was small. Uh, oh, well, I guess that's kind of true, though. You have oh. to yeah, under the circumstances. It hasn't been officially announced. Oh, okay. But from the people that I, there were people that they already like. Basically, it's been leaked. Uh, but I saw Nicole's coming back. I saw uh, contestants arriving in LA. Here we go. Oh, yeah. So that guy, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy with like the surfer hair? Um, Tyler. 
Tyler's going to be back. Janelle's going to be back. Ian Terry's coming back. Hayden Moss is going to be back. Bailey. This is like my worst nightmare, Jeff. These are like all the players I hate. The yeah, Polly, Polly Calafiori is going to come back. Oh. This is like this is the worst thing I've ever he's, heard. He's I know. Terrible in the worst so players in the history of the game. Maybe it's so it bad it's going to be awesome because I think that's their plan. Just that was kind of like all the original All Stars was kind of like this too. They just put everybody that everybody hated. <laughs> yeah, just like the all the, the most insane uh, off their like rocker players all you need is one character that hates everybody and is a great narrator like except for nicole nicole's just boring like i don't want they better vote her up first she's just the worst she's the worst and her and victor i i've I've had enough of her and victor victor's on this season too oh my god oh they're both on it no no it's uh that's not who's uh this is the only people we know so far is josh martinez uh danielle donato who's uh um evil dick's daughter which would be kind of cool to see her again. Um, Polly Calafiori. Legacy of Evil Dick. Yeah. Uh, Polly Calafiori, obviously. Uh, Nicole. Tyler Crispin, uh, the guy who came second. Uh, Janelle, who was in that original All Stars season. Ian Terry. Hayden Moss, who was on Survivor, Blood versus Water, by the way, Josh. Yeah. And he was actually my first season of Big Brother that I watched, actually. The Brigade back in the day. Yep. And then I don't even know why Bailey is coming back. That I don't understand that one at all. She's most of, some of those people are have been on the challenge, and I hate most of them. I'm sorry. I don't like Josh. These are all like, like professional Bailey. reality slash appearance people. Like they're all just no. Oh, that's what they are now. Oh, Paulie, uh, that's literally what Paulie is. Paulie is 100 about the likes and followers, and yeah. I heard Frankie Grande is also rumored to be on the show. So. <laughs> Jeff, this is terrible. This is t- <laughs> terrible. Great news, but like this is terrible. All this better need, be true. This, this is so bad. It better be true. All uh, they need is like freaking, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, Dan Geasley come back, and then all they need is a one person to come back and or Derek to come back and narrate how awful these people are, and <laughs> it would be amazing. Okay, well, if it comes back, I think we should try to do a once a week uh, on that or something. Um, just to check in on what we thought of Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. need to follow. I, I may, if you guys allow me, I may even watch it too because there's nothing really else going on. Yeah, I I can't do three podcasts a week on it or whatever. But uh, I really think that like they should have brought they should bring back Zach Rance, and he would be amazing if they brought him back with all these crazy people. It oh, I love back. Zach Rance or bring back Amanda. Um, yeah, or Amanda if they brought back either of those people. And really had like then I would love that all these crazy people were in the in the house because all we need is one narrator that hates these people as much as we do, and it would be fantastic. Let's throw like a uh, what's his name uh, Johnny. Um, what am I thinking of? Yeah, you know, Doc Johnny Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac. Right? Like, uh, Johnny yeah, Mac. Throw, jo- throw Johnny Mac into that house or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. But if it's just everybody we hate, it's just going to be like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) fuck. Uh, I can't wait for Frankie Grande to bring in Ariana Grande for some kind of live remote. He's going to do an interpretive dance in front of uh, the. Oh, and then we have to have a Frankie Grande soundboard. There's going to be so many. 
It would just be so great if they brought Zach Brandt back into this season because the reason why the original All-Star season of Big Brother is so great is because Dr. Will was so fantastic on that All-Star season. Uh, and, 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 you know, Zach Rance is a huge Dr. Will fan, and I think he would um, just be exactly what we need. But, yeah, I mean, I hope it's good, but, man, it's I don't have high hopes. Just mainly because Nicole's back. Like, we don't need to see her again. We, you know, like, we've seen her three times. Stop it. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm done. I was done with Nicole after the first time. Like, I didn't like her the first time. Then they brought her back a second time. Now this is a third time. And then they, there was episodes where she would just come in like randomly into the like the season. She'd be a host. Know, yeah, she'd be a host. I don't like her. I don't know whose friend she is, but it's it's annoying that they keep bringing her into it. Anyway, Survivor. Uh, I forgot. I was totally. I was so disheartened by this news, Jeff. I, I had to sit here and kind of contemplate it on for a second. Well, what else is there to say? <laughs> There's nothing to say other than it might suck royally. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what they do with the new Survivor season. Will they do it? Because Jeff Probst says they're committed to doing it. And I'm wondering if they're going to do one in the continental United States. Uh, or, you know, like, I wonder if they'll do that. Or maybe they'll just test somebody and then they go out back out to Fiji and they'll test everybody. And then that would make sense, too. Like, why why can't you just, like, you're on an island. You know, like, like it seemed like the, the, the easiest show to do during COVID. Well, like you just, you, once again, you have your constriction of you know your production, the cast. That's it. You wouldn't have the production. Have, have it's not the cast, the right? But what, you get all the cast onto the island. You test everybody. I think you'd be all right. You know, that's like, what I'm saying. Like make sure make sure everyone's good because that that's a bubble. Right? I think just having air travel and a lot of supplies not available and it just changes the yeah it might be a circumstances supply. more than you think maybe I don't know I, I'm speculating I don't really know I'm just guessing but. Yeah, the only um, thing is like you probably may not be able to send them back right away, you know, if they get voted out. Right? Yeah, if there's a medical emergency, there's probably like complications. Yeah. There's probably like insurance uh, issues anyway. So we'll be back uh, in a couple of days, whatever, to talk yeah. about the next season. So uh, maybe a week. We'll, give me some time. <laughs> give give them some time. Um, also, join us here on Sunday morning for our next edition of Star Trek Radio Theater, uh, starring. Uh, some some people you should know. We're going to be doing an episode of D Space Nine called "Move Along Home," starring Michael Chan as Commander Benjamin Cisco and others, Nadine uh, Neal Deguin as Kira Norris, and I'm going to be playing Quark. Jeff's going to be playing Doctor Bashir. My wife's playing Dax and uh, and and Lieutenant Primin, and we got Kevin Millard playing the great Alan Moraine himself, Fallow. So yeah, I, I, heard, uh, I heard he was typecasted. He was typecasted because they he, they look alike, right? Yeah, there was a bit of a the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that mustache says it all. Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, we're like, well, Kevin, you have to be that guy for Halloween now. It's, like, it's yeah, totally just, just a mustache. It's just a game. Um, yeah, so check that out on Sunday morning. And on Sunday afternoon, we're going to be doing trivial debates. Jeff's hosting. Uh, we got uh, Jeff, uh, who's play, who's competing? Jody. We got uh, Chris Seymour. And we're going to have Jamil Robinson. Uh, so we got some. Um, uh, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Jeff, uh, I forget all the questions, but. Uh, you know, it's good. It, we're, we've have we have it posted up on our uh, our Facebook page and YouTube, and you can check that out. I've only got uh, Jody's answers. I haven't got anybody else. Oh, that's. Uh, uh, do you send them directly to those guys? Oh no, I thought you were going to. I was going to send them. I oh, okay. That's why they haven't. I didn't know who the third person was. And Jody. Jody is. Oh, Jody is. And Jody. Jody was the third person. 
right. So it, it's it's Jody, uh, Jamil, and who? And um, and Chris. Chris. Okay. All right. I'll send them. It's okay. Don't tell them. Well, you should just send it to Chris and Jamil because Jody already has answers in. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Okay. All right. And anyway. so on Tuesdays, it's uh, D Space Nine. Thursdays, it's also um, uh, original series rewatches. So check all that out, and we'll check you out next time. Anyway, have a good night. Right. Oh, thank you.